What's up, party people? How are we doing? I'm currently sitting in my bed. I was just dancing to my intro music. I always forget how freaking snazzy it is until I play it. Um, anyways, hello. It's been quite a moment since I talked to you guys. Um, it really hasn't been that long. I think it's been maybe two weeks. I actually want to see how long it's been. Um, my last post was October 4th. So yeah, a little less than two weeks. Oh, it's yeah. Anyways, hello. (laughs) I hope you're doing amazing. I am recording this from my bed. Um, I'm excited for this episode. I really have no idea what I'm going to talk about. I just was sitting in my bed and I was like, I'm in the mood to talk. It's 6.48 p.m. on a Saturday night. This is what I like to do with my Saturday night. I just posted on my Instagram story on my business and personal account. I don't really use my personal account that much, um, but I posted on both asking for people to submit some questions. Um, I want to do a little Q&A segment towards the end. So hopefully people will have sent in questions by then. Um, But a little thing I do want to talk about is, well, I'm just going to give you a recap of my week. I think that's what I like to do on here and that's what I'm going to do. So first and foremost, I got very, very sick, babe. I was really sick. Um, So today's Saturday. I have been let me just try to figure out how I want to say this. This past week, I've been recovering. The week before that, on Wednesday, I woke up um, and I had a dermatologist appointment and I wasn't feeling the best, but I figured it was just my allergies because I get this every freaking year at the fall and I'm just so sick of it. It's just where I start to like not feel great. I went to the dermatologist. I'm starting Accutane, by the way, next month and less than less than a month from now, I'll be started and I'm very excited um, and I can't wait to like fill you guys in on this journey but I get home from the dermatologist and I really started to feel like shit my throat started hurting I had a killer cough that was just like rattling in my chest um and I wasn't worried about it being COVID because once again I get this every year where it's like right at the same exact time of year between October um to November I get like a killer cold where it's just like I get a cough and my chest is like super congested um this is so boring, but the next day I woke up, right, and I was like, okay, I'm probably just gonna have a sore throat, whatever, I woke up, no sore throat, my chest didn't hurt when I coughed, but holy shit, I couldn't breathe, um, and I'm not being dramatic, like, I'm not a person who's dramatic when it comes to sickness, because I'm like, let's just get this shit over with, I get sick every year, I couldn't breathe, obviously I could breathe, but I was very much struggling with shortness of breath, to the point where I got a shower, and I nearly had a panic attack after because of how much I was struggling to breathe. I'm someone who I'm claustrophobic. Not many things make me anxious anymore, but the thought of like suffocating really does. Um, That's why I hate to run because I hate being out of breath. I'm like so claustrophobic. So I got out of the shower and I was literally breathing like (sighs) just from being in the shower. Like it was ridiculous. So I sat down and I like started hyperventilating because I couldn't breathe. And I was just like, Allison, this is not going to help. You're hyperventilating because you're already struggling to breathe. Get it together. Pack it up. So I was able to calm myself down. Thank God. Um, But my mom, she used to be a nurse. So she has like, I think it's called a pulse ox thing. It definitely is. Or I could be wrong. Basically, it takes your oxygen, your blood oxygen percent. I don't know. My oxygen levels was down to 81. And essentially I learned my mother told me that if it's below 90 that typically means you're going to be hospitalized so I was like oh cool I'm happy about this long story short 
I went to the doctors. It wasn't COVID. I got a chest x-ray. My lungs were completely clear. Like, there was nothing in my lungs. And I was like, well, interesting, because I can't breathe. Like, I thought it was pneumonia. Turns out it was nothing. I woke up the next day. I could, like, breathe. It was, obviously, I'm still, like, recovering. But it was just that one day that was so bad. I, I literally thought I was going to have to go to the hospital. And I did not know why. Obviously, there's probably physical reasons, but I think I'm a firm believer, and you guys know me, in everything happens for a reason, and there is a lesson, there is a reason for everything, and there was definitely a reason that I got sick. For one, it literally forced me to slow down. I just needed to sit down for a moment, and I could do nothing but that because I'm a person who's just like, I like to get things done, um, and I like to be doing things, but I, I literally couldn't even get up from my bed to my chair, which is five steps without being winded. I couldn't go up and down the steps, like, I was forced to stay in my room for that whole day, and just reflect, and I was also supposed to have a call with my business coach that day, um, so that got postponed, which happened for a beautiful reason, and the day I ended up having it, like, it just is so beautiful how everything worked out, um, I'm definitely not glad I got sick, because it was very scary for one moment, and I, I don't get scared easily, but, like, for a moment there, I was like, I'm terrified, what's happening, so then, Friday, I get a package in the mail, from my client and she has a crystal shop first of all I love this woman and I love this crystal shop if you need crystals um crystals are dope on Instagram with periods in between each word go look it up incredible most beautiful crystals you will ever find great deals um yeah anyways she sent me some Moldavite and I'm currently wearing it right now and I'm very excited to talk to you about my journey with Moldavite it Oh my god, guys. So, for a very long time there, I mean, we've seen Moldavite go crazy on TikTok for a while now, and I think a lot of people sort of just got it without really knowing what it was about. And I'm not one to judge, but I think it is very irresponsible to go straight from not being into spirituality or crystal work at all to go straight into getting Moldavite. I think it's irresponsible. I don't want to say dangerous because it's not dangerous, like but it's irresponsible for many reasons but for one like if you don't know how to work with crystals and you go straight to such a powerful mineral that moldavite is that's a lot and that's very intense and you it honestly could be a bit harmful because if you're not ready for that type of change like it, it will sort of freak you out um and also like you have to moldavite is a is a crystal you have to be so incredibly intentional with like you have to be very intentional with it in order for it to be good for you um but I was also like I just knew I wasn't ready for it it's definitely something you want to be ready for I had a lot of inner child work to, to go through before I was able to get to a point where I was okay with change my inner child really hated change um I as a growing up like as a child and as a teenager I was a person who was a control freak because it was a trauma response. Going through so much trauma at such a young age, it forced me to, like, 
be so overly controlling about areas of my life that I could control that I hated change if anything was out of my control if change would happen that I couldn't control it would send me into panic and that's where a lot of my anxiety came from so I had a lot of work to do with my inner child surrounding being okay with change and transformation and releasing control before I was able to get to a point in my life where Moldavite is something I could welcome in and feel good about it um, because I knew I was going to get Moldavite at some point but it was just one of those things that like it's gonna happen when it's meant to happen and I want to be ready for it um so I I get it right and I am just like so excited it sort of just fell into my lap I was talking to my client about it on one of our calls and she was like I actually have Moldavite like I would love to send you some and I was like oh my god I would love that and it got here first of all at the perfect time Moldavite is known for just like clearing everything out of your life that is holding you back and that is not good for you and it literally like cleared the sickness out of my body it was kind of crazy um but also I just was like super intentional with it and this is what I was saying like with Moldavite I made sure to set the intentions that it was going to bring the change the transformation things I needed to get to my manifestations without doing any harm to anybody and only like in a way that's for my highest good and the highest good around me because like for example if you're manifesting money a lot of people will manifest money without adding in sorry to clear my throat a lot of people will manifest money without adding in the part that like do no harm to others um only in ways that are for my highest good and then they'll like accidentally manifest a car crash and get a lot of money from insurance or something like that you know what I mean like there is you have to be so intentional with it because I mean it's it that's just my opinion obviously like we create our own realities but if that's just my opinion so I was very intentional with this Moldavite because I didn't want to like I didn't want to unintentionally manifest anything, which is kind of counterintuitive because it's like you can't unintentionally, whatever. Anyways, moving on. (laughs) Um, Guys, the way I started seeing results from this Moldavite instantaneously is insane. (laughs) I feel like I sounded like a Muppet right there. Also, the sky is so pretty right now. It's like completely dark out, but there's like one sliver of just orange. Spooky season. Anyways, so I got the Moldavite on Friday. I meditated with it for like 20 minutes. Speaking of, I have not meditated today and I can feel it. Um, anyways, I'm going to meditate. For whatever, I'm getting so off topic. I get the, med- the Moldavite. I get to meditate, I understand. I meditate with it for 20 minutes, just like tuning to its energy, feeling the stone, all sorts of things like that. And then I go downstairs and I start making my bedtime tea. <laughs> I feel like a 90-year-old. I love tea. Um, I have chamomile tea at night and then I have mango ginger tea in the morning. Regardless, it's by the, I'm pretty sure it's the brand Yogi. Um, I could be wrong, but I think that's what it's called. Their tea is delicious. And they all have little like affirmations. I, I don't really think you'd consider it affirmations, but sweet little messages on each one of their tea bags. Um, and the one, they're usually things like, um, may this day be full of peace and tranquility or like the universe's language is love. May you participate in it. It's like things about kindness, like just sweet messages. And I love them. But the one right after I meditated with my Moldavite, it was let the opportunities come to you. And that was sort of like, whoa, 
because that's something I've been manifesting for a very long time is just opportunities flowing to me. Um, I'm very much in my masculine power of like getting shit done and going out and getting things. But it's also like I sort of have been fine tuning with the universe and my spirit guides. I'll put in a lot of the work. For example, in my business, I put in so much hard work into creating content that feels so aligned with me and like making sure when people land on my Instagram page, it is full of value. They see what I have to offer. They see, like, just they get a lot of value from my content. And I put a lot of work into my website. I put a lot of work into my programs. Like, I put so much work into these different aspects that will, that way when people are attracted to my page, the work is, like, already done, right? So I'm putting in all of this work. I don't want to also put in the work to go out. Like, feeling super salesy just never felt good to me. Like, pitching to people and just, like, doing all this marketing like that's not me and I am a big firm believer in I run my business completely intuitively so I do things that feel good for me and this is something I've also been working through with my business coach and then I opened this up and it was like let the opportunities come to you and I'm like hell yeah let the opportunities come to me let the clients come to me like all of this shit I wake up the next morning to a dm on instagram from an absolute dream client y'all a dream client Mind you, I had been feeling like, I had been feeling pretty stagnant, and this is a theme that's been going on in my life a lot the past couple of months. I've been talking about feeling stagnant, but in terms of, like, getting clients, like, I had not been getting any clients for a solid, like, hmm. It was a couple months there where I didn't get a client, um, and I wasn't complaining. Like, I was just trusting the universe because I knew, like, I'm, attra- I'm like, working on attracting my dream client. And that's why I wasn't getting any clients because I wasn't attracting the right people. I wasn't aligned with my dream client. So I was attracting people who just weren't willing to invest, who weren't aligned with my program, things like that. And recently I realized that I really want to work with influencers. I really want to work with content creators. I want to work with business owners, influencers, things like this. I have a huge vision that I'm not going to share yet because I'm still like fine-tuning it myself for what I can do in this space and I'm so excited for it. I wake up the next morning to a DM from an absolute dream client who is an influencer who is like absolutely incredible. I didn't follow her. She didn't follow me. She found me through my reels, which is literally what I've been manifesting, like putting in the work into my content and getting people to be attracted to me that way. And she just asked me like, what's the price of your program? We hop on a call literally like two days after that. And I signed the client and we literally started working together. Like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Thank you, Moldavite. Thank you very much. Like, that quickly, dude. One day. One day. And then the next day I got, like, another tea bag, And it was, let things come to you. And I was like, you're being very clear, universe. I will absolutely do that. And then just this week, it was... Uh, when was it? I don't know. I My days are all messed up. I had another connection call with someone that I was very excited to talk to. We had connected in the DMs. It was very organic. And that's what I really like. I don't like having to force conversations. Like, I just like when it flows. And I love hopping on calls with people. And my connection calls are really just where I get to know you. And if it feels right, I'll, like, pitch my program at the end. Not even pitch it. I'll invite you into my program. Um, because, like... If you, if our energies just aren't aligned, basically what I'm saying here is I'm not going to do it for the money. Like, obviously money is a plus, but 
I'm only going to offer my program to you if one, I enjoy your energy, if we fit well together, if I think my program would even benefit you. Like, I'm not going to go out of my way to just hop on a call with any anyone. And even if we do hop on a call, that's not a guarantee into my program, right? And like, you have to be invited into my program. So I got on this call with this person and I, for some reason, I just wasn't expect. like, I was like, I really like this person, but we hadn't talked about my program at all. It was just a sort of thing, like we were having a conversation and I wanted to talk to them on a call to get to know them more. We had not talked about my program at all. And I ended like, an absolute dream client. Like I loved this person. They were so incredible. Our energies just went together so well. And at the end I was like, Hey, I'd really like to invite you into my program. Like, I think it'd be a great fit for you. They were ecstatic about it. They were like, Oh my God, I think it'd be a great fit for me too. Like this has been so helpful. You have no idea. Um, so we have a follow-up call coming up this week. Our call was on Thursday together. Um, and we have a follow-up call coming up this week to like hop on another short call to get them into the program. And I'm just so excited and I'm so grateful. And it's like, I, on my last episode of my podcast, I was telling you guys how I was in an interesting money situation. And I literally like, I'll talk about this more when I'm like in a couple of months. Um, but it's just like, I trust the universe guys. Like, that's all I can say. I'm coming from a place. I'm just in this abundant mindset of like, I don't have to worry because the universe is taking care of me. It's going to happen how it's meant to happen. There's no point in me worrying about it. And that's crazy because as someone who grew up with like, I didn't grow up in a family of money. Like my family does not have money. Um, so money used to really scare me and I'm someone who's always been incredibly smart with my money. And I've always had like a pillow of money to fall back on. And just being brutally honest, like I don't have that anymore because of my business coaching program that I've invested into. And there's no fear. There's no stress. There's nothing because it's like, this is all a part of the journey, baby. Like I know I'm going to be a millionaire looking back on this time. Like, damn, good for you for not being stressed out there. Like, you know what I mean? It's just really cool. And this Moldavite is really incredible. Also, something that I wasn't expecting from it was how motivated it makes me. I am someone who... I'm a projector in human design and projectors are known to work best in like three hour spurts. Um, I, it took me a while to like learn to work with that. And that's a beautiful part about owning a business is you can work whenever you want. I just, it's just interesting the way my energy works. I'll get up and I'm super productive in the morning. I love to get shit done in the morning all day long after that. I'm like, okay, I don't want to do anything. And then I have another extremely productive spurt again at night. Um, like, as you can tell, I'm recording at seven o'clock at night because I'm so motivated and I'm so inspired. And I always get the most inspired in the mornings and at nighttime. And I don't know why, but that's just how it works. And then I do other things throughout the day and I rest. And also I've been getting really good at not feeling guilty about resting. Something that's really helped me with that because society has programmed us to think that we're lazy mother beep (laughs) if we rest. But I'm done with that. Like, I'm so done with that. And you know what's helped me a lot? My freaking cats. I will look at these little suckers and I'm like, you guys just sleep all day and you don't feel bad about it. And then sometimes you get up and play for five minutes and then you'll eat, go take a shit, pee a little bit, take a bath, and then you'll go sleep again. Every single animal in the world does that, guys, except humans, because why? Our brains just so happen to develop enough to the point where we think we need to make money. Oh, good Lord. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't make yourself feel bad. My business coach loves to talk about rich rest. The richest people in the world rest so much because they have other people do their shit for them. 
Oh, I'm just like in business mode, baby. I feel I've literally never felt so aligned within my business. I've never felt so good. Like, it's just wild. I know everything. <laughs> I don't know everything, but like within my business, I really know what works now. Um, and I, I literally feel like such a confident CEO. A couple of months ago, dude, especially before like my business coaching program, I was not confident at all. I was, like, second-guessing myself all the time. I hired a lead generation person, and I literally didn't even know, like, what to do. I just had them say whatever because I didn't even know what to do with lead generation. Like, I hired them hoping they would fix it for me. And now I'm just looking back like that was irresponsible. And also, like, I literally at one point was like, they're not getting me results. Well, obviously, Allison, you couldn't even get yourself results. So how would you expect a team member to come on and do it for you? Like, that's just lazy. Um, and it, I don't want to call myself lazy. I just didn't know. And of course I didn't know because I was not aligned. Like I feel so aligned now. I know what works in my business. I know what works in terms of lead generation. I know what works in terms of making sales. I know what works in terms of like running the back end. And that feels so damn good because now I know whenever I do bring on a team and I already like have a whole list. This is really good. This is really good. I love this conversation. So I already have a whole list of like team members that I'm going to bring on. I know when I bring them on, it, they're going to kill it because I know exactly how to kill it and I'm going to teach them how to kill it for me and it's going to be great. But what I was going to say, in t- like I've been really mastering the art of manifestation and I was good at manifesting before, like I manifested my business, but now I manifested like an aligned business that actually feels good and actually runs well and like I can literally see myself scaling to this being a million dollar business this way is a couple of different tips I want to give you guys. First and foremost, feeling it, right? I always used to talk about visualizing your manifestations, which is so important. Please do visualizations, do do meditations for it, but feel it. Like, what would it feel like to get your ma- manifestation? Guys, I manifest a move into Boston. I am, I feel like I already live there. First of all, I visited Boston, which helped so much. Like, I know what it smells like. I know I know what it feels like to be there. I'm constantly watching videos of people moving into their apartments in Boston. I'm constantly just stopping throughout my day and being like, what would it feel like if I was doing this in Boston right now? Or, like, just shutting my eyes and imagining that I'm in Boston. Things like that. Feeling what it would feel like, right? Like, actually feeling it. Because if you are familiar with the multiverse theory, essentially it's the theory that there are so many different universes with every possibility that's ever happened ever so like there is a universe where I never started my business there's the universe where I currently am a millionaire there's the universe where I'm already living in Boston like every possibility already exists in the quantum level so you already know what it's like right just tap into that version of yourself that is already doing it show the universe oh baby I already know what this is like right rather than ah well like I can't wait which don't say that because that's telling the universe you literally can't wait show the universe I'm so excited I already know what this is like practicing gratitude for what you already have being in that abundant mindset of I'm so excited for this but also I'm so grateful for what I have 
I've been literally <laughs> saying, like, I'm so grateful for this wall. I'm so grateful for this ceiling. I'm so grateful for the fact that this house keeps me warm and it's built out of brick. So, like, it is great through the weather. And I'm so grateful for all of these windows to let in the natural light and make me feel so loved by the sun. And I'm so grateful to see the sun. And I'm so grateful for this long porch that I can sit outside and look at this beautiful view. And Like, all of these things. What are you grateful for and why are you grateful for it? Because it's one thing to be like, I'm grateful for my house. But, like, get into details and why are you grateful for it, you know? Um, another thing is, like, saying why you want your manifestations and, like, what you're going to do with it. So, like, it's one thing to say, I want to move to Boston. Okay, but it's another thing to say, I'm so excited to move to Boston because I'm going to really step into my power and fulfill my soul's purpose there. I feel my soul being pulled there. I feel the soul connection there. I'm so excited to live on my own and really step into my power in this sense and fully embody my creative person and really step into my power within my work and be, be able to help people on a much deeper level because I'm helping myself, like, getting into it, okay, next manifestation tip is getting ready for it, this was something that, and it's all, it's interesting here because there's a fine line between, like, the limiting belief in this, and so basically, I'll just get into it, something that really stuck with me when I was in Arizona on the retreat by the way, I'm currently editing the YouTube video for Arizona. I almost had it done, and then iMovie quit, and it, I lost all my progress. Also, yes, I still use iMovie. I tried to use Final Cut Pro, but my freaking laptop won't laptop won't support it. So anyways, something that stuck with me from Arizona, during our first day there, the first activity we did, the breathwork and sound healing session with Shanila, she told us, if I was to hand you a million dollars right now, what would you do? She was like, you'd probably freak out. So why are you manifesting something that you would freak out if you got it? The universe is not going to give you anything you're not ready for. And I was like, damn, damn. And then it made me think I wouldn't be ready right now if my business blew up. I am now, but like then at that time, I would not have been ready. But that's also like where I say it's a fine line between a limiting belief because what part of me was telling myself that like I wouldn't be ready if my business blew up, right? That was a limiting belief in me as well. But at the same time, there's a there's a fine line between the limiting belief and just straight up not being prepared. And I just wasn't prepared. And I got so damn prepared this past week since I've had... Mm, it's actually been the past couple of weeks. But especially since I got the Moldavite, it's just been like doing the back end things that I never wanted to do. And now I have the motivation to do it. Like getting my finance tracker down and like like I said going through and like researching team members because once my business blows up I'm bringing on a team immediately right so I researched like OBMs and VAs and social media managers and bookkeepers and accountants and lead generation people like and graphic designers and like all of these different things and I'm ready for that and I got my lead generation strategy down and I got like um I just have a lot of stuff done I got so organized I organized my laptop I set up my honey book like things that I didn't want to do I did and that's to say do the damn thing and if you need some motivation get multiplied <laughs> don't no don't get motivated just to get motivation if you need that like there's plenty of other stones malachite is a beautiful alternative to moldavite if you don't feel like you're ready for the intense change malachite is beautiful for that it's a beautiful stone and it's so great for like attracting things so is libyan desert glass um there's a lot of different ones please reach out to me if you have questions about crystals i would love to recommend some to you i would love to send you over some from crystals are dope i have an affiliate link that i'm getting made um but yeah 
it's just like life is really good (laughs) and I'm really excited to have this like podcast and also my YouTube I'm just so I could literally cry right now how grateful I am and just I'm so excited to be in a different phase and look back on this phase because I'm loving the phase that I'm in and I'm growing so much like I've never thought I would love growing so much (laughs) which is so interesting because I always thought in order to grow you had to hurt first and that's not true like nothing hurt me in this phase of my life nothing hurt me I haven't had a like nothing hurt me you know it was literally just me being like I want to grow more and I've been working a lot with my inner teenager I did a lot of work with my inner child and I told you guys about getting her ready for change it was really beautiful I have an altar for my inner child and I sat my moldavite on it and I could literally feel her like holding it and playing with it and being like wow like this is fun this isn't so scary and I've like really worked with her through being okay with change you know but I was definitely neglecting my inner teenager and I've done work with her in the past but I just clearly like it wasn't at a point in my life where I was supposed to go deeper into that and recently I have she has been angry and I also have my Ayurvedic practitioner to really thank for this like she's helped me a lot through these things and it's just so beautiful to have her like as a part of of my journey and I don't even know like where to start but basically like yeah my inner teenager was just angry I was a very angry teenager starting at like age 12 probably like preteens up until literally like I started my spiritual awakening like 18 ish I was so angry and I was just angry at the world I was so pissed off like I went from being really depressed and obviously like when I was angry I was still incredibly depressed but I just sort of transmuted this sadness into anger and I took it out as anger on everyone on myself like I was just not a fun person to be around and I was just mean (laughs) and I like I, I just wasn't nice essentially I I don't I wasn't mean to like it's really hard to navigate because I was for sure a bitch but like also I was still like a friendly person sort of I don't know it was just interesting like if you've ever been depressed I'm sure you know like it's so hard to navigate but I was just pissed off at a lot of different things and rightfully so like that's a part of the work is looking back and being like first of all taking accountability for it and taking responsibility and being like yeah I was mean. I definitely probably hurt a lot of people, and I was mean, and I was mad, and I was angry, and I wanted to start fights, but also looking back and being like, but it was valid, like rightfully so. It wasn't right the way that I went about it, but I'm going to validate her in the way that she felt because, yeah, like fair enough, girl, (laughs) fair enough, you know what I mean? I just had like some shit go down in my life over and over and over and over and over again and I was just pissed off at the world it was sort of like a if there's a god what the fuck are you doing to me right now type of thing and this was like while I was I just was learning a lot about myself I guess I'm gonna go into it now because I'm feeling pulled to and maybe this will help someone so I'm gonna put a trigger warning here now just surrounding different types of abuse and things like that but at this point in my life I really started to Well, this particular point in my life, I'm talking about when I was 18, or like 17-ish, actually, actually, but I I was working with like a lot of different versions of myself, but the past couple of nights, it's been like my 17-year-old self, yeah, 17, 
and this was my senior year of high school, which was um, an interesting year for me. All of high school really sucked, but in their own different ways, and 17 was very interesting. Senior year was very interesting. I just got out of a relationship, which was really hard for me. I'd been in that relationship for all of high school, which was a part of the reason why high school sucked, because it was such a toxic relationship, definitely very emotionally, verbally abusive. Um ended up getting cheated on, like, just all this shit, and, like, it was a toxic relationship on both ends. That's something that I had to take a lot of responsibility for, is realizing, like, yeah, that sucked. (laughs) Like, I was not a good person to him either. Um, we both, it was a trauma bond, like, we just both weren't good to each other. Um, so that happened. Really hurt. It was on and off for a long time, (laughs) just me getting cheated on right in front of my face and having to watch it, and then going back with him, like, Girly, I I just want to give her a hug because it's like, you never have to beg someone for love like that. Like, it hurts me so bad that I was ever hurting so much and I ever hated myself so much and was so insecure that I just, like, any form of love, even if it was love that made me feel like shit, was better than nothing. Because at that point in my life, I felt like, ah, everyone hates me, nobody loves me. And also, wow, we're going deep today. Also, I was really bonded to that relationship because it was my distraction from my grandfather dying. So my grandfather died when I was in eighth grade. I got into this relationship when I was in ninth grade and I just like, I couldn't process a world without my grandfather in it because he was like the one man who I ever actually loved, like truthfully. And that was something that I had to work through a lot with my inner teenager was like my relationship with men. Because historically, any man between a relationship, a friendship, or, like, an adult, they really hurt me a lot, besides my grandfather. And I really, like, grieved his death the other night because I got to the point where I was talking about him. And then I was like, you know what, dude? You hurt me by dying. And then afterwards, I was like, damn, Allison. Like, I just want to hug this version of myself. And obviously, I can in, like, meditations, and I really comfort her there. But it's just like, you know what I mean? Anyways, so what was I even talking about? <laughs> Sorry, this is going deep. Oh, um, another thing I learned that year. I re- I started remembering a lot about my childhood because I was tired of being so angry. Like, I just got out of that relationship and for the first time in my life, I was like, I can really, like, change who I am as a person here. And I just started to realize a lot of things. I was forced to sit with myself a lot and my emotions because I wasn't in a relationship anymore and I just was feeling things a lot. Um, and I learned that I had been sexually abused in my childhood a lot, and that obviously is not an easy realization for anybody to come to, um, but I think the hardest part about it for me was honestly, like, having, or not having to, but, like, grieving something and feeling something that happened, like, 15 years ago. No, not 15 years ago. It was, like, 10 years ago at that point. You know what I mean? Like, being, like, how 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 do I even have a right to be upset about this? It happened so long ago. And, like, the person that was involved, I've went my entire life speaking to this person with, no, like, them knowing that that happened. It was very weird. I feel a bit weird talking about this right now because I don't even know why I am. But I'm just, I think this goes to show, like, inner teenager mark is very important. Um, I also got into a friendship that year with a lot of different people that just, it didn't work out, it wasn't a good friendship, and I had a lot to grieve there, 
Um, I, I separated this past year from a friend that I had for a very long time and I had to like grieve that as well. I hadn't felt that and it like, it ended on good terms. You know what I mean? Like I'm sure we'll be friends again someday, but also it's just like that version of myself who was in that friendship definitely wants to grieve that. So the past couple of nights, first, especially last night, the moons in Pisces, I had just been like grieving and crying and letting it all out and wow, it felt good. And, like, the Moldavite definitely sped that up. <laughs> um, <clears throat> and I hope, like, hearing this, I don't want pity from anybody. I am healing. I am working through these things. I am doing incredible. I'm at the best point in my life I've ever been at. And I just want this to inspire someone to know, like, regardless of your trauma, you can work through it. It's hard, but, like, be that safe space that you wanted. That's my best advice for anybody. Be the person you wanted you wanted I like especially as a teenager when I was just so angry I just wanted a hug dude and I just wanted someone to tell me like they were there for me no matter what they believed me they understood me they were there to listen they cared about me and like nobody told me that you know and it's something so simple and I can tell myself that now and the amount of like my relationship with myself has grown so much deeper than before and traveling a lot by myself has helped just like spending time alone I get a lot of questions about like how do you spend time alone like how do you get okay with spending time alone you just have to do it like I was not okay with being alone for a very long time until I just started doing it you have to push yourself out of your comfort zone and a lot of these questions like just that question for example is something I would have asked before but it's like you know the answer you just have to do it. (laughs) Like, it's one of those things that people are asking questions because they want someone to tell them, like, it's easier than you think, but it's not easy. And it's not gonna be easy, but it's gonna be worth it for sure. Like, none of this is necessarily easy, right? But easy is subjective. It's beautiful and it's so worth it. And now I'm feeling like I overshared. (laughs) But honestly, who cares? Not that many people listen to this podcast, and even if a million people listen, I think this will help someone. It would have helped me, and I really appreciate the podcast, not even just podcasts, YouTube, any type of content where people are very vulnerable because vulnerability used to scare me, <laughs> and like obviously still it's still a bit uncomfortable for me because I just sat back and was like, I think I overshared, but there's no such thing. You know, this is a safe space for all of us to feel and exist, and I want you to create that safe space for yourself. Create an altar for yourself. Just listen, right? Just listen. You know that version of yourself is in there screaming at you, or crying, or laughing. Inner child work doesn't only have to be on the sad things. Let them tell you about the good things, too. That's another thing I've been working through. I realized the other day that, like, I'd been doing... Oh, my God, guys. I wish I could even tell you the amount of shadow work and stuff I've been doing lately. But I hadn't stopped to, like, reflect on all of the good things I've done. Because I've been taking a lot of responsibility for the shit, I like, where I went wrong. And just, like, the bad things that have happened in my life. But I never, like, stopped to look back and be like, look at all the good things. Like... Even just graduated high school. First person in my entire family to graduate. Damn, good for you. There's just a lot of things to be proud of and a lot of things to be grateful for. And I just feel like I'm rambling at this point, but I don't know. I really just feel the need, not the need, but 
I like getting on the podcast and talking about the work I've been doing because I've noticed that I feel like there's a lot of spiritualists out there who just preach, but they don't practice what they preach. And I think it's great to have a place where people can come, like, listen to what I do behind the scenes, you know? Because, believe me you, I do all the work I tell you guys to. <laughs> I promise, yeah. Um, and I don't know, it's just really helpful to hear things like this, I think. If this, if any of my episodes help you, like, please reach out to me and talk to me about it. Um, not so many people listen since I've revamped it because I don't promote it that many places, but I really love this, and it's such a beautiful outlet for me, and it's just a beautiful, it's just a beautiful place to be, and I like being a bit deeper with you guys in some places. Um... So, someone, the one person put in a lot of questions, so I'm just going to breeze through some questions, because it's already been 40 minutes long, but, um, let's see, there's, these are interesting questions, would you consider yourself tall or short? Short. (laughs) I'm 5'4", or I guess I'm at average height, do you have any advice for other people who are just like you? I think I just gave a lot of advice, just do your own thing, right? Do your best. Do what makes you happy, push yourself out of your comfort zone, and do it. What is the meaning of life in your definition? Experiencing, learning, and growing. Favorite music type, style, artist, and why? Favorite music type, good lord, I don't know. Whatever I'm feeling in the moment. It switches between R&B and alternative. Um, Favorite artist, I have a couple. Jaden Smith is one of my favorites. The Wallows is my favorite band of all time and Kid Cudi, love all of them, also if I'm feeling in the mood, Megan the Stallion, but Jaden Smith and The Wallows are my top two for sure, okay, I think that's all, I'm ready to go to bed, <laughs> no, I'm kidding, it's 7.30, but I am gonna go relax, um, and go watch some more videos of people moving into their Boston apartments, let me know what you're manifesting right now, DM me, let's talk, let me know how this episode felt for you, thank you for listening, um i hope you're doing amazing i hope you have a beautiful beautiful weekend or whenever this goes up enjoy yourself treat yourself with kindness and compassion um and i'll see you next time keep an eye out for my arizona vlog because hopefully it'll be up this week um but yeah i love you so much i'll probably do a vid- another episode soon because i still have so much to talk about i definitely mentioned a couple things in this episode where i was like i want to talk about this and then i got sidetracked because that's me um But yeah, I love you guys. I'll see you soon.